Hey, Kim, how are you today? I'm fantastic. How about you? I'm pretty good. Thank you. I have a question today that I know a lot of parents want an answer to, and I know also it's going to take us down a rabbit hole, which I'm totally fine with if you are. Rabbit holes? Yep. Let's go. Okay. The question is, why do kids lie? Ooh, that's a good one. It's almost one of my favorite questions of all time. Good. I, I need this answer. So I, I want I want to say that, you know, we coach a lot of executives and people who lead very formidable co- companies and they're very effective at leading people in their companies, but they're not always very effective at handling their kids. Mm-hmm. And this question comes up very often in our coaching sessions, even with executives. They don't understand why their kids are lying. They have a hard time communicating with them and they have a hard time kind of sifting through what's really going on. So mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Why do kids lie? I'll tell you why they lie. They lie because what do they really want? They really want to get along with you as, your, as the parent. They want to have harmony in this relationship and they want your approval. And so they know what you want from them. They know what your perspective is because you've made it abundantly clear over the years. Right. And so what they want to do is live their lives, experiment, do their thing, right? Experience life, try things, maybe fail a few times, Mm -hmm. but go out there and really try things. And while they're trying things, they want you to be on their side. They want harmony with you. So instead of telling you what they're really up to and face possible disapproval, maybe even punishment, they choose to lie. So it's very interesting, right? Like a lot of parents say, you know, you can do anything, but the worst thing you could do is lie. That's right. I've said that. You said that. Lots of parents have said that. But here's the thing. Like if you start to understand why kids lie, they lie so that they can continue getting along with you. They lie to preserve the relationship they have with you. All of a sudden, lying's not such a terrible crime, is it? But don't they lie so they don't get in trouble? So So they don't get punished as opposed to that relationship? Yeah. So let's talk about that for a minute. So sure, if I know that what I'm going to do is going to cause you anger and is going to cause you to inflict some kind of negative consequence on me, why would I tell you what I'm up to? There's no inherent benefit in that, right? Right. So as parents, they've created a situation where the job of the child is to please the parent. That's a problem, don't you think? Yes. Yes. So, you know... Humans are humans and kids are kids, and they're not put on this earth to please their parents. They're put on this earth to go and live their lives, sometimes positively, sometimes negatively. And yes, to try new things, experiment, bump into problems sometimes, but go live their lives. And so there's this extra element, right? So I don't know. So, so how do you get your kids to be open with you and not fearful about any sort of consequence? If you say to them, you know, I want to know what you're up to. I want you to be open and honest with me. And if you, you're telling me the truth, even if you do something that's not okay, you know, like I've said this to my kid, if you do something that's not okay, I'm not going to, you're not going to get in trouble for it. Just be honest about it. Okay. So, so okay. let's look at the framing of that. Okay? okay. So who determines what's okay and what's not okay? You've already, you've already uh, determined that some of their actions are not going to be okay, and they're already prejudged. They're already put in a category of bad. Yeah, but what if we're talking about something that's, you know, uh, has to do with safety? 
right? Okay. So were you always safe? Did you always behave in the safest manner your no. whole entire life? No, I certainly no. didn't. No. <laughs> right? So what, yeah. what does that make me? A terrible, horrible, awful person? No, it makes me a person. It makes me a human being. So let's start by not categorizing activity in terms of not okay and okay, right? Because the moment you categorize those activities, what happens? They understand that in your mind, that's viewed as bad. And do they want to be viewed poorly in your eyes? Never. Kids always want the positive regard of their parents. So parents inadvertently, unconsciously create an environment where the kid either needs to be perfect and live up to the parents' expectations for that approval. The other option is lying. So what do you do if your child is lying often? Well, the first thing that, yeah, the first thing you have to do is ask yourself a question. What environment am I creating that's causing my child to feel like they need to lie to me? What am I doing unconsciously? Am I creating an environment where they need to seek my approval? Am I creating an environment where the only way to stay in a state of harmony is to do what they think I want them to do? What am I doing that I'm not really even aware of to create a situation where the only option for my child is to lie? When my child is lying, I have to stop pointing my finger at my child and I have to start looking in the mirror and saying, what part, what role do I play in this formula? So one of the things we want to do with, with uh, parents and leaders is teach them that their job is to pro- provide a positive influence for their child. And the, mm-hmm. so how do, you, how do you influence your child? Mm-hmm. Question, right? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask, what kind of env- how do you create the environment so they don't behave that way? Sure. So the only way I can influence you positively is if and only if you know that I see you in the most positive light. So then they feel safer and that it's okay to experiment even if it's doing something they're not supposed to do, quote unquote? Well, no, then they're going to be much more open about their experiment, right? And then they're going to be much more open about what they want to try and what they don't want to try or what they tried and failed at or got into trouble with. They're, much, they're going to be much more likely to come back to you and say, hey, here's what happened. Because you okay. see them in a positive light, including when they go off track that doesn't that doesn't change your view of them okay so i can grasp that so what do you do if you have a kid that is consistently lying over and over and over again and you're doing everything that you can to create an environment where that that's not supposed to happen where you're really looking inward I, and you're i would challenge that I would challenge that. You think you're doing, and it's not about what you do, it's about what you think first. So a lot of parents think what they need to do is control their child. I can't let them do that. Right. Right? And the minute that that's where your thinking goes, you've lost the game. Because the truth is, your children aren't even in your control. Because if you think you're going to control their behavior, you know what they're going to do? If you catch them in a lie, they're going to become better liars. That's right? a good point. Yeah. Good point. They're like, oh man, I didn't get away with that one. I better hone yeah. my skills here. Right. <laughs> I'm going to become a better liar. And so you, as parents, you got to back off that. Say like, how am I influencing? A, am I demonstrating the behavior I want my kids to take on? 
In other words, when something goes wrong, do I freak out? Do I lay blame? Do I start thrashing about? Do I yell? Do I scream? Do I punish? Do I hurt? What do I do? Because what I do, my kids will do too. So if I'm punishing my kids for behavior I don't like, they will absolutely punish you and other people in their world for behavior they don't like. And their punishment may be to withdraw. Right. Interesting? Yes. Very interesting. They're learning from you. So what behavior do you want your kids to take on? And more importantly, when your kids aren't behaving the way you want them to, where does your mind go? How are you thinking about them? How do you see this? Do you think, oh my God, I need to do something about this? This is out of control and I need to get control? It's not in your control. I still have a really hard time with this one. I know. A lot of parents do. I do. So, you know, what do you do? So I understand you have to change your own environment and your own thinking and show up the way you want your kids to show up. Um, But what do you feel about, you know, consequences to the lying or punishment about that? Like, what is your view on that? So I don't think that, that, that punishment leads you to anything good. I don't think punishment gets you to where you want to go. What does punishment say? Punishment says, I'm in control of you, right? I get to, to make the decisions about you and I'm punishing you because you made a bad decision. Okay. Right. Whatever that decision was, the decision could be to lie, could be to, you know, sneak off with their friends, could be to smoke, whatever it is that they're doing, right? You made a bad decision. You're incapable of making decisions. I'm taking over now. I'm going to make decisions for you. What does that teach your child? That they have no control over themselves. And so they're just going to rebel against that. Well, they could rebel, but it also teaches them, you know, does it, does it enhance their ability to make better decisions? No, No, it doesn't. No. The very thing you're looking to achieve with your child gets circumvented by inflicting punishment. So what do you want to achieve with your child? You want your children to make better decisions. Yeah. In order for them to make better decisions, they need to be given as many opportunities as possible to make more and more decisions. That's number one. Number two is in order for them to make great decisions, you want to be able to influence their decisions in a positive manner. And if you're punishing them, How's your relationship going at that point? Is it closer mm-hmm. or is it further apart? Are no, there's you more. No, there's definitely a disconnect there. Right, there, there's a friction yeah. now. Right, yeah. yeah. Anyone who punishes me, I'm not going to like too much. Right. So immediately, your point of influence has been diminished. Right. So it's backfiring on you. This whole idea of punishment backfires. So what do you do? So for me, if my kid is lying, I definitely do the work of, and asking myself, you know, what kind of environment am I creating? What does my child believe to be true about me? You know, why does my child think that they have to lie to me in order to get my approval? How have I set this up? And then the next question is, how do I want to set it up? Right? Okay. Okay. So, you know, maybe the conversation kind of goes, hey, you're going to do what you're going to do. You're, you know, you don't actually need my approval. Life is easier that way, but you don't actually need my approval, right? Wow, game changer. But the other piece of it is, hey, in a relationship, right? If you and I are in a relationship and you lie, our friendship is kind of going to be affected, right? Yes. So the, other, the other message you want to send is, lying doesn't work for me in this relationship. And if that's what you want to do, you can do that. That's a choice you get to make. 
but it's going to affect our relationship. And I don't want that. Here's what I'm looking for. What do you want for? So it's not about controlling. It's not about punishing. It's not about uh, taking over and making sure our children behave, right? Because they're going to do what they're going to do. Right. They aren't with you 24 hours a day. They just aren't. Okay. So your kids are going to do what they're going to do. It's more about building this critical relationship that allows you to positively influence your kids. That position, lying diminishes. They don't lie anymore. Okay. So you're saying that, you know, allow them to do what they're going to do because they're going to do it anyway. And don't, don't. Hold on a second. It's not allowing. Okay. Because allowing says who's in charge. Right. That's still saying I'm in charge and I'm allowing you to do that. Exactly. It's not okay. in your hands. And I know everyone listening out there is, their head is blowing yes. up. It's exploding. <laughs> They're saying, what do you mean? I'm the parents. Right? Yeah, you I, need to understand what your role is as a parent. So, but our role is also to make sure they're safe and to give them at least some guidelines on what's right, what's wrong. Okay, maybe not the right words to use, but, uh, you know, what's safe and what's not safe. And sure. what, you know, we prefer as parents them to get involved in and what we'd like them to not get involved in. Sure. We're still guiding so, there. So for, for starters, still, we, we always we, want to tell our kids what we want, what we're hopeful for, rather than what we're not hopeful for, what we don't want. We always want to focus and share with them what we want. And if your relationship is in a good place, they're open to hearing any guidance, any advice. They're open to that. It's different from guidelines, right? So sure, your job is to certainly provide guidance. You have experience. Mm -hmm. And they they are interested in seeking it out when your relationship is at a place where they understand how you see them and that no matter what they do, you're never going to shift your view of them and you're never going to shift your position in terms of your relationship. You're never going to be there to control them. You're always going to be there to love them, to provide advice if that's what they want and to pick them up when they've fallen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then how do we know our kids are safe if they're lying to us? You don't, but you don't know if they're safe either way. You really have me stumped on this topic. <laughs> I've you heard of, your kids are safe. Your kids are not with you 24 yeah. hours a day, right? Yeah, of course, they, of course. But what you, are they do? They tell you, I'm going to the mall. And you say, that sounds okay. That sounds safe, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. You but how know. do we know they're at the mall or not in the parking lot? Or, or how do we know? Look, they might say, I'm going to the mall, and they might go to the mall, right? And that sounds that's perfectly true. safe, but yeah, are they? But- I don't know. Lots of weird things go on in the world. Yeah. So how are we going to live our lives? Paranoid? Not such a good way to be. Right, right. So what you're saying is really the consequence to the kids lying is really taking away your relationship or that connection with them. Is that... It's, it's, to, it's to, A, take full responsibility for the relationship that you've already established and the environment you've created right. that makes your child feel like the best option is to lie. Okay. To start to think about what kind of relationship needs to be in place so that your child doesn't feel the need to lie, right? Is that a discussion you would have with your kid? Well, you, it's a discussion you have with yourself first. Yeah. Right? And kind of say, holy, holy smokes. What I've done is I've created a situation where my child feels like in order to get along with me, the best option is to lie. I've right. done that. 
So I need to let my child know that that's not the best option, right? Okay. So yeah. like, you're going to get along with me no matter what you do. If you treat me badly, I'm not going to stay in this relationship. If you're abusive to me, if you're, you know, if, if we have a relationship issue, I'm going to back off. And typically lying falls in the category of a relationship issue. Right. Right. So, so that's the conversation that says, Hey, in this relationship, you know, if you want a good relationship with me, you don't want me to lie to you. I don't want you to lie to me. Doesn't work. Right. Like if my best friend lied to me, that person wouldn't be my best friend anymore. Right. 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 So, so that's the, that's the place we take that conversation. A, take full responsibility for this environment and do everything you can to change it. You know, don't make your relationship contingent on your child needing your approval or on your child doing all the right things so that you give them a green light right. or punishing them when they don't. Like all those conditions make it very hard for your kid to tell the truth at all times. Right. So that's right. Phase one. Phase two is now address the relationship and say, okay, like what kind of relationship do we want to have? Mm-hmm. Wine doesn't fit in that mm-hmm. ideal relationship category. So let's build this relationship. I take full responsibility for what I've created mm-hmm. and let's move on from here. And mm-hmm. you know, here are the parameters of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Wine doesn't fit. So if they continue lying and you've had this discussion with them already, um, what do you do when you say, you know, you take, this is not the relationship I want. What does that mean physically? Like, how do you demonstrate that? Well, for me personally, if they lied to me, I wouldn't yell and scream and stomp and punish or do anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'd say I've made a decision. It makes me really sad. And then I remove myself a little bit. Why? What does that look like? Literally physically removing myself. They talk and I'm quiet and I'm very transactional. Right. And they, they sense it, they feel it, and they understand that this is not where they want to be either. No mm-hmm. child wants to be in that state. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. again, like back to the beginning, they want your approval. They want to have a relationship with you. They want your love and affection. That's what yeah. they want, basically, yeah. right? Right. And, and bas- what you're teaching them is this behavior won't get you there. Right. You, if you behave this way, you can have my love and affection. But if you behave this way, you can't have it. There's I no- don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. Okay? No, 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 because no, I'm saying this is how we're explaining it. Like as if, as if you're going to. I don't want to say that. And I'll tell you why. Because then their behavior is still conten- contingent on our love and affection. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the way they treat us will affect our love and affection. It's just okay. like a marriage, right? If your husband's yeah. beating you up, your job is to remove yourself. Right. 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 So if your child is lying to you, your job is to say, hey, this doesn't work for me in this relationship. Okay. So let's take it a step further. So say you've done all that and then your child lies again. You've had that conversation and then your child continues to lie. You've pulled yourself away. They've come and they've recognized that this is not what they wanted apologizing. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then, you know, of course you accept that and you're, you have a conversation, you're back to work, you know, back to the relationship and the love and affection with your kid. And then it continues to happen. How many times do you pull yourself away before here? Here's the thing is, so, you know, you have the conversation and you think that in one step you're creating the environment that they trust. They don't trust you. Right. But why would your kid not trust you? Because you keep punishing them. 
because you keep making their behavior. Right. They don't, they don't trust you. They, they have lived for years and years and years with a ton of evidence suggesting that they get along with you when they behave in a way that you're comfortable with. And that's been the pattern, the trend, the rules of engagement ever since they were born. And mm-hmm. suddenly you're changing the rules. And mm-hmm. they're like, mm, I don't believe that. Yeah. I don't know. So, <laughs> right. so you, need, you need to be consistent. And right? continue to do that over and over again until they get it. Mom keeps backing off when I'm, you know, lying or treating her, you know, in not in such a nice way. Right. But also mom, mom doesn't mean, need me to behave exactly the way she expects for her to love me. She will still love me. I wonder when they get that. They get it sooner rather than later. You know, I've always said this ever since the beginning of time. Parenting is called parenting because it's about the parent. It's not the child. Not about the child. If it were about the child, it would be called childing. So what is parenting about? Parenting is about self-management. It's about managing yourself when your kid is out there growing up, living their lives, doing the things they do, sometimes good, sometimes failing their exams, playing around with friends, whatever the heck they're doing. Yeah. It's about managing yourself when your kid is out there figuring it out and sometimes doing things that really leave you feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Parenting is 100% about self-management. Mm. Okay. Well, that definitely makes sense. Yeah. I know that this comes to many, many people in such a strange way. Like it's so <laughs> upside down and backwards. But when you stop and think about what is it that you want for your children, you want them to grow up to be well-adjusted, great decision makers, have great relationships. You want them to feel confident, to be great contributors to society, and on and on and on. But what do we do as parents? We step in at every moment and tell them what to do ever since they were kids. Go brush your teeth. Go do your homework. Sit yeah. down. Eat dinner. Uh, don't stand on the chair. Don't cross the street. Don't hit your brother. And on and on and on. We're constantly giving them direction and orders. Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. happens, they, they don't become what we want them to become. And sure, we are very well-intentioned, but we don't give them enough opportunities mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. decisions, to learn from their mistakes, and to figure it out. Because we're always there, stepping in. That's true. That's true. Do you think that... Um them learning from their mistakes are really their, the natural consequences to their actions. And that's yes. the best punishment is, is basically, it's, well, it's not punishment, but it's almost self-inflicted. Well, the word, part, the word right? punishment is bad. Like, you know, I, I, know, I, I, I cringe, word. I cringe. <laughs> I okay, so, so yeah, you know what, if your son, who's let's call him eight years old, mm-hmm. it's his buddy, Jordan, who's also eight years old. What's Jordan going to do? either hit him back or cry or not right. want to play with him anymore. Okay. Lesson learned, right? right. Like let's, right. let's, let's help our children learn those lessons. That's okay. We don't have to add to the pain. We don't need to add to the punishment. It's unnecessary. Right. right. Life provides its own natural lessons, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yes, it does. Okay. Well, that's a lot to take in. And I've heard this, I mean, we work together, so I talk to you about this stuff a lot and I just, you know, and I still 
uh, try to grasp every concept. It's, it's hard because you've been, I've been parenting in one way for so long. And uh, I like this other way. It makes more sense to me and it feels better. But sometimes it's just hard to really get. You know? Yes, because because we have been trained so well the other way. Yeah. We have been brought up the other way. That's true. We yeah. look around us and we see all the parents behaving the other way. Yeah. Right? So yeah. Th- this rubs against everything we know, everything we've been taught. Part of what bothers me, I think, about it or what that's hard to digest is that when you, um, okay, so if your kid's lying and you just, you're not punishing, you're not doing anything, you're just kind of removing yourself from the, from the relationship if it doesn't feel good to you, um, it almost feels like it's giving them the okay to continue to do what they're doing. In, in the old parenting way, when you think instead of punishing, you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to punish you. You have no consequences to your actions. But there is a consequence. But they may not see it like that. They will. They will. There is a consequence. The consequence is this relationship isn't as harmonious as you want it to be, which caused you to lie in the first place. Right. Right? right. So, so yeah. there's definitely a consequence. It's, yeah. just not, it's just not violent. Right. Yeah. It just feels really kind of hard to allow. You know what's interesting? What? You know what's interesting to me? Let's say your friend lied to you. Would you punish yeah. them? No, but I would. Would you say myself. you're grounded to your friend? No. How? Right. So why do we think that we are allowed? Allowed? Why? Why do we think it's right to now inflict punishment on our kids because they're ours? Because they're young? Because why? Punishment is never appropriate, and I'm not talking about committing a crime here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, I'm not talking about the legal system. I'm talking about how we treat one another in this world. Right. 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 So if, a fr- if a friend were to lie to me, we'd say, wow, what, where did that come from? And why did it happen? Or we'd say, man, that's not a good friend. And we'd remove ourselves from the situation. Yeah, very true. With our kids. With our kids. Okay, we give them a little extra leniency because they are our kids. Yeah. And we don't necessarily walk away that fast, but we certainly say, wow, why did, why did they think that the best way to handle this was to lie to me? What did I do to create that environment? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of circle back to the way we started the conversation. I find okay. like leadership and parenting really go hand in hand. They're completely connected. So you will find a lot of leaders and, and you look at their parent at that, sorry, their leadership style. And if you look at how they were parented and how they parent, you will find a dot Patterns. that connects the two. Yes. Right. Right. So, okay. so while, while we coach leaders and we look at what they do typically in a work environment, it's really important for us to look at those other places to see why they show up the way they do as leaders. They're all connected. Right. So a way a person shows up at the office, they're going to show up at home the same way. Well, they might not they're show up patterns. at home the same way, but they're connected. Those pieces okay. are connected. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, this conversation can keep going. I still can, you know, have some issues grasping some of these concepts, but I'm working on it. So if anyone's listening and you have questions about your kids, even managing your people in a work environment, send them to us so then we can have a discussion. Yes. This is stuff we love to talk about. Yes. That'd be great. And, and if we can use your name on our podcast, please let us know that as well. And we'll give you a shout out. 
Amazing. All right. www.frameofmindcoaching.com. Until next time.